Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Yo. Yep, 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 yep. This is the Loop Logic Podcast. I am your host, Reggie Robinson, the man, the myth, the legend. Before I go too far into the topic, I want to give um, I want to give an announcement. I think I said this on the last episode, but I am thinking about trying to get some shirts for a T-shirt free t-shirt contest giveaway type thing but I don't know if I should use the shirts that I posted before if I should make some new ones I'm probably gonna make some new ones anyways but I think I might make some new ones and I'll post the old ones and I'll probably let y'all vote on one of the one of the t-shirts and what else was it? Oh, but um, I ha- I got to find out a way to get y'all to register for the contest. It's probably gonna be something like, like uh, just put a a review or a rate or I'll come up with something or give me a certain amount of new subscribers. Something I'll come up with something, but. That can be coming soon, should be, will be, possibly, maybe, kind of, sort of, but it's coming soon, Uh t-shirt giveaway for the Loop Logic podcast, but I have to find out a way for y'all to register for the contest first, I gotta figure out what shirts I'm gonna get, and after that, it should be a go, so that's coming soon. And I think I said this on the last podcast too about the other podcast that I recorded that I haven't dropped yet. Um, I got some people hit me up about that. <laughs> I might be dropping that motherfucker. See, I told y'all last time I might be dropping that motherfucker. Like I say, I ain't gonna tell y'all when. I just got to keep listening to find out which one it is. But that one could be coming up very, 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 very soon. By the way, bear with me if you hear any uh, bullshit like cars and stuff in the background. But anyways, um, so yeah, the um, t-shirt giveaway that could be coming soon. A um unreleased podcast episode that could be coming soon, and I think it was it was one more thing I wanted to. 
One more thing I wanted to say. I think actually two more things. I can't remember what the second or what the third one was. Anyways, um, oh, I wanted to thank the listeners. Thank y'all for still listening, still tuning in, and still subscribing. Everybody who's listening to the show, and I'm still getting some new listeners out in Kenya, Africa, the motherland, the real motherland. So, shout out to everybody who's still sending my links to people, getting new people to subscribe, new listeners, and all that kind of stuff. So, for y'all, like I say, I could have some stuff coming, like some t-shirts and some more merch. So, that's just my appreciation to y'all, to me, for listening to me. So, thank y'all. I'm going to give y'all a round of applause. That's also for myself, too. I'm going to give myself a round of applause. But, um, yeah. Thank y'all for listening so far. So good. And today... I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the news by now. If you haven't, I will let you know. Um, sad to say, we got to say RIP to one of the young greats in the music industry. His name is Gerard Anthony Higgins, also known as Juice World. He passed away on... December 8th, if I'm not mistaken. He was born December 2nd, so he just had his 21st birthday. I think they say last Monday was his 21st birthday, December 2nd. And he passed away on December 8th due to, uh, not really passed away, but he died from a seizure. It was because of, I'm not going to explain the whole story because it's a lot and, you know, the story is still new and it's still fresh and people still throwing other shit around. So until the story gets complete in order, then I'll probably explain the whole story. But other than that, y'all could go look into whatever you believe because there's a whole bunch of shit being thrown around that he died from seizure or he died from an overdose or he died from this and that some people saying he didn't even die some people saying he's still alive some people saying it's the illuminati whatever what i can say is rest in peace to juice world if you don't know who juice world is while i'm at it if you don't know who he is you probably know the song Lucid dreams. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love and I hate you, and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Oh, easier said than done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head. You found another one, but I am the better one. I won't let you forget me. Okay. So. Like I said, if you don't know Juice World, that is probably his most popular song. 
lucid dreams. But anyways, I'm gonna get back to the story. He died of a seizure on just just recently, December eighth. He was on a private jet. I think they say he was flying from LA and he was coming into Chicago Midway Airport. They say allegedly, I don't know the whole story, but they said some of his people who was with him on the plane, they said some people snitched and said that they had guns and, and drugs on the plane. You know, that's illegal. So Juice Rod and his people got word that the police was going to be on the ground when they get ready to land. So they say he popped a whole bunch of perks. Perks as in Percocets, pills, prescriptions, pills, prescription drugs, whatever you want to call them. They popped a bunch of Percocets and that's what caused the seizure right after he landed. So it wasn't really an overdose. They said he popped the pills to hide him from the police, which is always a bad idea. But he died from a seizure. They said he was bleeding out the mouth. He was 21 years old. He just turned 21, like I said, last Monday, December 2nd, was his birthday. And... It's a rough one right now. In Juice World, that makes, I don't know exactly how many rappers, but in the past couple of years, I think that makes like five or six rappers. And when I say the past couple of years, like the past two, three years, it's been like five, six major artists that we know of. Yeah, I mean, because it could have been more, or it could have been more that haven't been on the news, but it's been like a couple artists, a couple major artists that's died from things like overdose. Like um hope I'm not getting this I hope I'm not getting this mixed up. I always get their names fucked up. Um Little Peep, I think it is. He died from overdose. Uh Mac Miller died from overdose. Was from I think his was that he died from a drug that was laced with uh fentanyl. Which I'm gonna talk about later on, and just recently, Juice World died from taking all these Percocets, which caused him to have a a seizure. So, with that being said, R.I.P. to Juice World, Dry Anthony Higgins. Sucks that this nigga would die this fucking early, and nobody's seen it coming out of nowhere. That's why it's hitting everybody so hard right now all around the world and it's just crazy man it's crazy as fuck and like i said i follow follow him on on instagram damn sorry i follow him on instagram and i seen the picture that he posted it was a picture of him i guess a party he was having a little thing he was doing for his 21st birthday and it looked like they was having fun he was on a, a yacht with his homeboys Posted a picture with a little caption saying, you know, how he just turned 21. A couple days later, the nigga dies of a seizure. It's fucking wild as fuck, man. And 
I remember talking about him if for the listeners who who've been listening continuously and been tuning in every week. You probably remember that I was talking about Juice World when his album Death Race for Love came out. Yeah, that's that excuse me. Death Race for Love. I was talking about Juice World when that album came out. Still one of my favorite albums. I still listening to that shit at been listening to that shit all week. Shit sucks, man. Fuck. But man, R.P. the Juice World. Condolences to his family and friends. And with that being said, I'm gonna get into the topic. Today, we're gonna talk about the opioid usage in America. Now, it's kind of a coincidence that not just Juice World, but that somebody big would die from an overdose. Because I was actually thinking about doing a, a episode on drug usage, not specifically opioid usage. Cause that's what this is going to be on. But I was going to do one on drug usage like last week before the It's Your Fault episode. But this happened and now everybody got to Grieve, grieve this man's death We don't want to grieve Another young Black Talented artist That's Died sadly From A seizure Or some people can say overdose But Another young black talent That's Died In a tragic way And then I thought This was just The appropriate time Not only that it's a lot of people that I know and that I went to high school with who's either done opioids or is currently on opioids. And I'm going to explain what all of that is for the people who's confused about what that is. So, before I do that, I'll give you a little history about how it got so bad or how the whole opioid epidemic got to where it is now. So, I did some research. forgot to write the website down, but I'll put it in the, in the description. But I did some research, and they said in the, in the late 90s, a bunch of pharmaceutical companies, they said, or they promised that the patients wouldn't get addicted to these prescription opioid drugs. So once that was announced, they started prescribing these opioid pills at a higher rate. So they started, so maybe they could say, say you probably get a prescription of 12 pills a month or something. Now that it's safe, and everybody, everybody done got the green light, to make sure that no, everybody's not going to get, or nobody's going to get addicted to these opioid pills. Now they're just giving them out. 20, 30, 50, 60 pills at one time. So when this started happening, that's what led to the opioid epidemic. 
This was in the, in the late 90s now. Now, over time, this, this is built up. Not only for the people who was prescribed, people getting prescribed, and I know people who get them prescribed, they probably take some of them, sell the rest. Like I said, they're giving out so much. Some people, they're not even taking them at all. Some people flush them down the toilet, throwing them out the fucking window. Some people just selling the whole thing, all of them. But, like I said, they started giving out opioid pills at a higher rate. And then this is when the epidemic starts. So first, before I go into too far into that, I'm going to tell you what exactly an opioid is. Now, an opioid... It is, well, I'm going to tell you the difference. Illegal opioids are like heroin and things like fentanyl. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. And although it's synthetic, it's more powerful than most of the real opioids. I think they say fentanyl is 50 to 100 times more powerful than the regular opioid. So, yeah, just keep that in mind about fentanyl. But illegal or I guess you could say fake opioids would be fentanyl and heroin. Because heroin is something you actually have to make. Even though they're making the prescription pills as well, it's being prescribed by a doctor. Heroin and fentanyl is not. These are things that... They have to make themselves or something they cook up in the kitchen. This is something that they will call an illegal street drug. Heroin, fentanyl. Now, the other type of opioids, the, the legal opioids, for example, some of them are pain relievers like oxycodone, hydrocodone, Vicodin, codeine, Percocets, morphine, etc., that's just to name a few. Now, me being 23 years old, um, like the most of y'all, all of y'all hopefully, have been high school students. Some of you have been college students. Some of you probably are still college students. I know for a fact, you motherfuckers know, if not all, you know just about every motherfucking pill I just named. And I wrote those down for a specific reason. Now, I really want y'all to pay attention to this episode because I'm not just doing this because Juice World passed away. I'm doing this because, one, yes, he passed away. Two, we've had multiple, like I said, multiple Black talented and white talented artists that died from overdoses. Three, is it is an epidemic. Don't try to act like it's not. Don't just try to act like it's a party drug or it's just something cool that you do. No. If you want me to be real, 
I'd rather you just smoke some weed. It's legal in certain states now. We can do that in certain states. But any type of pill popping, crushing, drinking, snorting, or anything else I left out or I forgot or don't know about that people are doing nowadays, it's a no-go. Don't. If you are not prescribed to these drugs, to these opioids, or to any type of prescription drug known to man, do not take them. They're not yours. They're not prescribed to you. Your name is not on the pill bottle. You don't have shit wrong with you. I know some people, because mental health is a big thing nowadays, I know people like to fake mental illnesses to get attention and possibly get these prescription opioids to self-medicate themselves. For the people who fake that shit, stop. It's a no-go. It's done for. Stop. See, now, I just named a couple people who done died from overdose that I'm pretty sure that we all know by now. If the shit don't stop today or slow down at a fast rate, hey, sorry to say, but y'all gonna hear a lot of more motherfuckers dropping like flies because of this specific reason I'm finna give you right here. If the shit is not yours, stop fucking taking it. If you have something wrong with you, mental illness, depression, anxiety, anything, uh, eating disorder, anything, any type of disorder, anything, bro. Talk to somebody. If they can't help you, go get some professional help. Stop trying to self-medicate yourself. You can't do it by yourself all the time. Sometimes you need some help. Keyword, help. Sometimes it should be professional. So if you need that, go get that professional help. Don't try to hit up your homeboy for some bars or uh, some, some perk 30s or some shit and just pop them and kick back and be cool. No. That shit needs to stop. Like I say, if anything... You better roll up a fucking blunt and call it a day. If not, get you some professional help. I'm serious. Now, I'm going to go back to my research. Now, opioids affect... How does it affect the brain? How does it affect the body? How does it affect people? Okay. I'm going to tell you how it affects you. Opioids. When you take opioids, they activate opioid receptors. These opioid receptors, they are on the cells located... In people's body in multiple and major places like 
the brain or the spinal cord, etc. When these opioid receptors are activated, this is what happens. And not to mention, they go for the receptors that's specifically, how can I say this? They go for the receptors that specifically work with your emotions for pain and pleasure. So if, if you ever seen a nigga on a pill and he fucking, fucking like fall through a damn glass table or some shit, cut his arm or break his leg or some shit at a party, and nigga be high as fuck on some pills, they probably wouldn't even feel the pain. That's why. Now, let me finish. Now, when they activate these opioid receptors, it blocks it blocks the pain signals from going to your brain. Not only that, it releases a crazy amount of dopamine all through your body. So, with the medicine blocking the pain signals and the dopamine release, you don't feel the pain. And not only that, the dopamine makes it feel good. So if you are feeling anything, you're feeling more pleasure than pain. Right? So say if you did break your arm, like I said, or break your leg, it probably feel good to you. You might want to break the other one. Never know. But anyways, the effect it has on the body, opioids, it activates the receptors, the receptors, they block pain signals going to the brain, and they release dopamine, increasing pleasure. Is that understood? Yes, no? Alright. Now, next. Where was I at? Next. Like I was saying before, the opioid, when it activates, it blocks pain signals. Now, opioids, they're made to relieve pain right as in pain relievers or you know pain relief pills now they are made to relieve pain but when people misuse them the side effects can be increased like what people don't know um, slow breathing nausea drowsiness, confusion, like impaired judgment, uh, constipation, euphoria. If people don't know what euphoria is, it's just like an intense feeling of incitement or the pleasure is what I'm talking about. Maybe the, the dopamine. So constipation, euphoria, uh, drowsiness, confusion, impaired judgment, nausea and slow breathing 
Now, prescription opioids and heroin, before I go too far, prescription opioids and heroin are basically the same thing. They're basically the same thing. Chemically, they're very similar. And the way they react to the body is very similar. So, most people, most people who use heroin or prescription pills, Usually sometime in their life they probably they usually transfer over to the other one. And vice versa. Sometimes they're doing both at the same time. Heroin and prescription drugs. Now, I got a couple statistics. Data from two thousand eleven says an estimate of Four to six percent of people who misuse prescription opioids switch to heroin, and about eighty percent of people using heroin. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, about eighty people using heroin misuse prescription drugs first. I'm gonna repeat that for the people who missed it. An estimate of four to six percent. Of people who use opioids or people who misuse prescription opioids switch to heroin and about 80% of people using heroin misuse prescription drugs first that's a fact now when people are using these drugs probably gonna say something obvious but yes even though it's prescribed you can't get addicted to them just like Tylenol or Advil or anything like that you can get addicted to those too it's not really the drug you're getting addicted to you're getting addicted to the feeling or the side effects if you have any side effects that you like that could cause you to become addicted to it Now, addiction, like I said, it starts with a repeated misuse of that prescription drug or any pill or any type of drug, any any type of drug, any type of prescription pill, over-the-counter, under-the-counter, fucking throw that bitch over-the-counter. It don't matter. Any type of drug that you repeatedly misuse will cause you to have an addiction. An addiction it could be one of two things. It could be a full-blown addiction or it can be a SUD, which is a substance use disorder. And 
I may explain those a little bit. Not too much, though. But substance use disorder is mostly like when more of a craving than a whole actual addiction. Just having the urge to do it. An addiction, if somebody's addicted to a drug, they'd usually have mood swings. They'd probably be sick. And a lot of that stuff be withdrawal symptom too. If, if they have done the drug prior to them stopping, then most likely it will be withdrawal symptoms. And I'm going to get into some of that too. Now, excuse me. Um, like I said, addicts who stop have withdrawal symptoms like muscle and bone pain, sleeping problems, um, diarrhea, vomiting, cold flashes with goosebumps, um, uncontrollable leg movements, severe cravings, making it a thousand times difficult for them to quit. And like I said, you can have a little crave or urge, but when I mean severe, I'm talking severe, like like me, like me pulling my motherfucking dreads out talking about severe. Like, yeah, that's a real craving. Like, that nigga has a real addiction. That's what an addiction is. People who just sitting around talking, like, man, man, I want to get off the bar, man. I, I want to, I'm trying to smoke an L. That ain't really no, that ain't no addiction. I would say that's just a basic form of substance use disorder. No. For the people who have been addicted or who's getting off and still have some withdrawal symptoms that they're going through, only a few ways that you can quit. Not saying it's impossible, it is possible. There's plenty of people who quit drugs before. But, like I said, it's not an easy thing to do. And,. A couple ways that would be helpful. You probably have your own ways or your own method or remedy or strategy or whatever you want to call it. But a couple ways I know they do have medicine that will help you with the cravings, help you reduce cravings and the slow down and stop the withdrawal symptoms. And like I said before, get some professional help. You can go to therapy. They have um, behavioral cognitive therapy. That's good for people. And they show you ways to not have the urge or basically just get your mind off the whole thing of doing drugs. Whatever drug it is. It don't have to be the prescription opioid that I'm talking about. It could be a fake opioid prescription or like I said, you could be smoking weed or used to or you still is and you want to get off. Um, Cokeheads, crackheads, anything, meth heads, all of the above, behavioral therapy. Um, if you don't have the money, 
you always most definitely can talk to somebody that you trust because some of this stuff people don't want to tell other people that's why they don't want to go to therapy so make sure it's somebody that you can trust and if you is going to therapy or if you choose to go to therapy make sure your therapist is somebody you can trust too i don't think that's something that people say too much make sure the therapist is for you not every therapist is for you make sure you feel comfortable with that person he makes you feel comfortable and feel like you can tell him everything and anything with no problem that's how it should be find somebody you can trust whether it's family or friend or somebody professional if you don't have the money or the resources um, like I said medicine if you don't have that um, I don't want to say you out of gas but you probably is <laughs> But help is always near. I do want people to know that. Like I said, you can talk to anybody, family or friend, acquaintance, stranger. Talk to somebody about it. Especially if you think if you're going through addiction and you're trying to quit and it's bugging you and you're getting cravings like that and you're thinking about killing yourself over drugs or something like that, talk to somebody. Go to a stranger and just, just say something. Even if you say some crazy shit, they're going to talk you out of it. I bet you. I bet you, either they ain't going to want to be around you, they're going to tell you you on some crazy shit, or just from their reaction, you're going to see you on some wild shit. So, I mean, there's plenty of ways you can get help. You just got to go out there and get it. So, with that being said, once again, I want to say rest in peace to Juice World. And... Hopefully, hopefully, I know it's not going to help everybody, but hopefully, this helps some of y'all little young ass crackheads stop taking pills and shit, because this shit is not cool, bro. Like I say, like, please, bro, please go get you some professional help. If you if you really need it that bad, like, do all you can. And people say, oh, I, you know, I, we don't have it around, like, Google, bro. You like, nigga. Technology is a motherfucker nowadays, bro. Like, if you really need help that bad, find professional help or find just find somebody other than yourself. Do not try to take care of yourself. Like I said, self medication or self anything is 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 really not good. You can't do everything by yourself. Shit, the greatest players had coaches. So let's let's not act like you can do everything by your fucking self. You can't. You need help. Go get it. And before I before I get off that, I had um just two quick statistics I had wrote down. I thought that was kind of mind blowing. Um, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna put the website in the description too. I forgot to write it down. Um. There's only two of them. The first one says 130 people die a day in the U.S. due to opioid overdose. And the second one is funny. I actually, I heard this on the news. Like, I kind of overheard it on the news, like, 
a week ago or so. I don't know what they was talking about specifically, but they said in Florida, 14 people die a day due to opioid overdose. In Florida, 14. So 100, 130 a day in the whole United States and 14 a day in Florida due to opioid overdose. Just let that soak in. But, like I said, with that being said, rest in peace to uh, Gerard Anthony Higgins, a.k.a. Juice World, And hopefully, I seen one person say he's going to quit. Trippy Red, he said he's going to quit drugs now. So that's good. And hopefully, this whole Juice World thing and... Hopefully my podcast, if it goes that far, hopefully it does. Because, I mean, I really, like, when I talk about shit like this, I really want people to share it. Because it is important. Like I said, I'm not just doing this for my listeners. I'm not just doing this for my family and friends. I'm not even doing it for myself. I'm doing it for y'all. Like, like I don't do opioid drugs. I've done opioid drugs. I pop, how about, is it Xanax opioid? That's the only pill I've popped before. Oh, I've drunk lean before. I have drunk lean before. I think I've said that on the podcast before. But, hey, like I said in the research, hot and cold flashes, this shit is no fucking joke. And I went through all of that. People got to stop drinking lean, stop popping the perks, uh, morphine, ketamine, I'm not too sure if it's an opioid. Ketamine is a horse tranquilizer. I know some people that do that shit, which is, I know that sounds wild as fuck, but people actually do it. Um, It's a lot of stuff, man. But I'm going to just name the few that I had wrote down on my paper. Um, illegal opioids, heroin, synthetic opioids, like fentanyl. Or pain relievers like um, oxycodone, hydrocodone, codeine, Percocets, morphine, etc. So, yeah. If you know anybody who is using those, as in misusing those, I would advise you to try to get them to stop. If you can't, I would try to persuade them to get some therapy if you see it as a problem even if it isn't I would always suggest suggest some help before it becomes a problem I will always keep a close eye most definitely um yeah man that's I mean that's really that's all it is like this should tell you that it's serious even though like the article say he popped all these perks just to keep him away from the police that's still an overdose in a way it wasn't directly but it was indirectly in a way you know what I mean he was trying to hide it from the police so he just popped a whole bunch of perks it's not a smart move I mean, what else can you do? How can you really hide them? 
I mean, flush them in the toilet, probably. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have much time. But... I don't know, man. The, mis- the misusage of it has got to stop. If you prescribe to it, you're good. Misusing it, no. So, R.I.P. to Juice World, Lil Peep, Mac Miller, and all the ones who died of any type of overdose, who I don't know of, and hopefully this brings us to the end of the opioid epidemic. So with that being said, I'm going to do some segments. All right. Um, In the industry, starting off, I got this from XXL Magazine. We have something new coming from Popeyes. And Popeyes is teaming up with two people. Actually, four, if you want to be specific. One of the people is um, Uber Eats, and the other four is the Migos. Or the other three, I sh- think I should say. The Migos. Quavo, Takeoff, Offset. They all have their own special meals and that is a collab with Migos, Popeyes and Uber Eats they're coming together to make their own meals for the Migos and yes, they will be available to the public now it's not just three, it's four, they have the Quavo the Takeoff, the Offset and the Tour Rider so now I'm going to start with the Offset the Offset meal and I'm reading off the article. It says the offset meal consists of eight bone-in pieces of chicken, one large fry, one large mashed potato with gravy, and four biscuits for $21.99. The Quavo is two chicken sandwiches. I'm guessing that's two Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Um, two chicken sandwiches, two regular fries, one large or one regular mashed potato with gravy, two apple pies two small drinks for $17.99 and the takeoff is five chicken tenders two sauces one regular mashed potato two biscuits and one apple pie for $9.99 and last but not least the granddaddy of them all the tour rider which consists of 20 crispy chicken tenders one large container of mashed potatoes with gravy, two large orders of fries, five biscuits, one gallon drink of lemonade, and a collection of their sauces, including their bold barbecue sauce, at the price of $46.99. Now, I tell you right now, me being cheap, I'm not fucking with that tour rider, even though it sounds amazing. Maybe I'd get it one day. Definitely not all for myself. Um, fucking with that takeoff though, that you know that that that, that that's a that's a hot ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? That could go easy. I fuck that up real quick too. But um, yes, that would be available from 
Uber Eats, and it will be nationwide in this a limited amount of time, exclusively through December 6th through January 2nd. So, if you are hearing this now, you have about a good month, December 6th through January 2nd. Uber Eats only, Popeye's Migos menu. Available now. Boy, I need a sponsor. Boy, I need a goddamn sponsor. Crispy chicken, I still need that. Yes, sir. Uh, next, for in the industry, NBA, Patrick Patterson. He is a power forward for the LA Clippers. Um, If you don't know what happened, you... <laughs> I tell you one thing: if if you are if you are uh, a black female and you're listening, you probably finna get mad from what this nigga said. Uh, Patrick Patterson, like I said, he's an NBA star, plays for the LA Clippers, and he's married to a white woman. Now, he posted a picture on Instagram with his wife. And somebody commented and said some shit about him having a white wife and saying that he's only available to white women because he's an NBA star. And he snapped in his own words. But what he said was, and I quote from Patrick Patterson, he said, so I should settle for a bulldog and act like I'm happy for the rest of my life. And preach, keep it in a race to the world as if Dr. King didn't fight, die for equality, acceptance, all cultures loving one another, and no hate. No thanks. That may be your life, but I don't want that for mine or my family. Color doesn't matter. Wake up. Who? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Patrick. Um, you keep that shit up, you will not be a star no more. Now, I don't know if the NBA commissioner has addressed him about about anything, but you do know places like the NBA and the NFL, when people say stuff on social media, they always want to stick their fucking fat ass nose in it when it's really none of their business. Because this is about him and his wife. He's not got to do nothing about the NBA. But him being an NBA player. Um, the commissioner could say something. But because he's black and he said that about black women. They probably won't say nothing to him. He said he made an apology already. I didn't look for the apology. Um... Matter of fact, the apology, it might be in here somewhere. And I'm going to post a picture of him and his wife, too. She don't look bad, though. I'm not going to count. But, um... Oh. I think this is... Is it? Oh, no. This this is something else he said. I want, I want to address my use 
of the word bulldog during a conversation with someone I felt was making disrespectful remarks about my wife and our relationship. I responded with the same, making a cruel comment on his wife's physical stature. I know that two wrongs don't make a right, but I let my emotions get the best of me in the heat of the moment. <clears throat> for that, I apologize to him, his wife, and the rest of his family for the hurtful and crude comments made on that day. They say he continued as I did in the rest of my or as I did in the rest of the conversation thread multiple times, I will clarify again that I was not using the term as a reference to African American women. That is not that is not what? Oh, that is not at all how I feel. But I do not need to justify to to the world that I love my African American people. I have no animosity or bitterness between any race. I believe in love and inequality. Or, I, be <laughs> I believe in love and equality. So, as Patrick Patterson, he made his weak-ass apology. People is not going for that shit. I tell you right now, from what you said, bro... You better stay with them white girls, cause ain't no black bitch ain't gonna ever want you again. You fucked up for real, for real. Like you said they look like bulldogs, but goddamn, or they act like bulldogs or something. But you tripping, boy? See, that's why I need to release that that podcast that you know the one that's not released that I could be releasing. Is I'm gonna release it, man. It's coming out. Fuck it. But that podcast. It was something in there that I was talking about that had to do with a stereotype, an old stereotype with black women, and it's uh, not really a reference, but like a statement that I found that I thought was, it wasn't important, but it was good for the topic. It, it could have been important, however you look at it, but it was definitely good for the topic. I'm gonna release that, man. I want y'all to hear this shit. It's funny, bro, and it's it's informational. It got, it's a lot of good shit in there for y'all. But anyways, I'm gonna go to the next one. Uh, Patrick Patterson's an asshole. If y'all know that, by the way. Um, Walmart. Walmart. They had to apologize after a Christmas sweater that they made. Now, some of y'all probably seen it on social media. This Christmas sweater, they said it showed up on their Canadian website, and they said it was being sold through a third-party seller. But it was a Christmas sweater for adults only, and it had Santa Claus. I think it looked like he was in the bedroom, but it was Santa Claus in the room, and he had what they would say was snow on the table, broken down in three lines and at the bottom it said let it snow so people seen that and of course Walmart they got some backlash for it and immediately they took it down but the thing I was getting at about that that just remind me of the episode the early episode I did about blackface when they did the whole the monkey keychain and the um, the noose on the Burberry jacket 
was it Burberry? When they did the noose on the jacket and they had a little um the monkey keychains and all that shit. Like how does that stuff even get through all the designers or like whoever it gotta get through to before it get to the shelves? How get through all these people and y'all approve this shit to the stores, then when it get in the store, a customer sees it, make a complaint to the company, and then y'all take it down because it's offensive or y'all y'all didn't know. Like dog, who the fuck even if it was snow, who the fuck breaks down snow in three lines? Like they put it on a shirt and say it's snow. Like <laughs> Y'all gotta be smarter than that, bro. Like that's 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 obvious. Like I maybe y'all maybe it was a publicity stunt for Walmart. I don't know. But I mean, really. And then y'all, bro. Man, y'all be making some sorry ass apologies. I don't know what they apology said either. I think I read it. It wasn't too long. It was like two three sentences. But Walmart, Patrick Patterson, whoever else had to apologize about something. Soon as y'all do some shit, somebody say something, then some bullshit pop up. Y'all come out with these lame ass apologies, nigga. Nine times out of ten, you you know before you even did it that you knew your ass shouldn't have done it. So why the fuck is you apologizing? You probably did it for some sort of reason, or you probably wanted wanted somebody to see that shit. So I don't know. That's all I got to say. Walmart, y'all smarter than that. Y'all been around for too long to be making those type of mistakes. Like, come on now. I don't know why that. Why I got that in in the industry, too. By the way, that should have been in the random shit. I'm going to keep going. Um, oh. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the episode, R.I.P. Juice World. That shit is trending all around the fucking world right now. Bruh, when I seen that shit, when was this? A few days ago, when I seen the shit popped up on my phone, like, bro, I immediately thought it was bullshit because, like, I thought it was one of those fake death hoax. But I thought that because, like, a few weeks ago, like two, three weeks ago, I had seen something fake online that said, um, Dwayne Johnson, they said The Rock had died. And I, I knew that was bullshit. And I, I felt like they were saying that only because of the whole Kevin Hart thing that happened. And then, you know, they said The Rock died. So I looked that up real quick. It was bullshit, obviously. And the Juice World thing popped up. And I Googled it. And it was true. So, RIP The Juice World. And another thing I thought was really weird, if you get time or if you want to pause this episode right now and go to YouTube, there was a trend. I don't know about the trend because I don't have the TikTok app on my phone, but they say this was a trend going on a few months ago. It's called uh, Lucid Dreams Sig- or Lucid Dreams Seizure Challenge. And like I said, this was a few months ago. This is way before Juice World had died from the seizure. This was a challenge that kids was doing on the TikTok app. And I seen a little video of it. I I couldn't watch it for long. It, I mean, it's not graphic. It's just 
it's just confusing that kids nowadays will literally, and I only want to just say kids, like kids and just like people my age, like just people do anything nowadays for some likes and views and shit, and it's it's crazy, bro. But like something like that, I don't even I don't even understand how it will go viral. Like the whole thing of the child is like they're playing "Lucid Dreams" in the background. They'll be singing along to the song at first, and then I guess they have like soapy water in their mouth. Like they have like water in their mouth or whatever, and then they get to a certain part of the song where they just start spitting all the shit up to make it look like they're having a seizure, and that's the challenge, which is fucking stupid as fuck and it's super lame. There's no point to some shit like that. You shouldn't even be like broadcasting no shit like that or advertising no shit like that. Like that's corny as fuck. And I went to school with a girl who was epileptic. So, I mean, I've seen people have seizures out of nowhere. And not only that, my twin brother, he's not epileptic, but he had seizures growing up. But that was always because he would get a, a real high fever and that would cause him to have seizures sometimes. So, I've seen people have seizures plenty of times and it's not nothing to play with at all. Like at all, at all. So I need people to start taking shit a little bit more seriously. Not only seizures, but like, I, I don't want to say don't, I don't want to say take everything serious. Cause I mean, I don't like motherfuckers like that, but like, People just need to start having sense nowadays. Like, what the fuck happened to common sense? Like, seizures and shit, that's nothing to play with. And then even when people was posting stuff about how Juice World died or how he died, or just saying RIP or condolences or whatever, you still see motherfuckers in the comments with the laughing emoji or with the with the crying laughing emoji. Like, like bro, it's... People got to have respect nowadays. Like, this is a death we're talking about. And people did the same thing with with Nipsey. And even Kodak, he said, like, oh, I'll give, like, when he was talking about Lauren London, like, oh, I'll give a, I'll give a couple months to grieve. Like, I'll be the best man I can be. Like, even something like that, that might not seem disrespectful to some people. But when the death is still fresh, don't say no shit like that. Like, come on, bro. Give it some fucking time at least. Like, it's too soon. Like, y'all gotta chill. But this type of shit is no laughing matter anyways. So I, If it was up to me, I would say don't crack no jokes at all. But, you know, we're gonna have some asshole motherfuckers out there who still gonna crack jokes. So, hey, I mean, what can we do about that, you know, other than call them assholes and report them on social media? But, like I said before, R.I.P. the Juice World. Um, may he rest in peace. Please let him rest in peace and stop saying it's Illuminati and all this other stuff because it's not. He's dead and gone from a seizure. That's it. It's, it's, it's nothing else. He's, he's dead and gone from a seizure. And just let it be that. Don't try to add no other story. Don't add a little two cents in. Nothing. R.I.P. Now, 
the last thing I have for in the industry, um, everybody's been keeping up with the impeachment hearing for Donald Trump. I seen a little piece of some footage. Apparently, somebody had interrupted the whole hearing. Let's see if y'all can if y'all can hear this real quick. to order. Obviously, I shouldn't have to remind everyone present that the audience is here uh, to observe, but not to demonstrate, not to indicate agreement or disagreement with any witness or with any member of the committee. The audience is here to observe only, and uh, we will maintain decorum in the hearing room. Okay, so um, I have one problem with this video. The nigga came in talking about uh, something about the Democrats are are doing treason and we voted for Trump. Hold your motherfucking horse, nigga. We ain't vote for a goddamn thing. I know for a fact I didn't even vote. So <laughs> let's mark me off that bitch right now. Two, like I said, we didn't vote for a fuck thing. I know you and your white homeboys or white Trump supporters or whoever Trump supporters I know y'all voted for him that's why y'all end up with the bullshit cause they finna take his ass out, out the white house but listen this is what I can tell you about this whole impeachment hearing and for the Trump supporters or whoever supporters the impeachment hearing is moving forward Nancy Pelosi, she already said that they are trying to have Donald Trump out of the White House by Christmas. If not Christmas, hopefully New Year's. Hopefully the nigga would be out of the White House by 2020. That's their plan. So, if you got anything to say, you better say it loud in motherfucking club before 2020 or Christmas get here. Because if you don't, the motherfucker is going to be gone. And I'm going to be one happy ass nigga. I might just throw a goddamn party that day. For real. I don't like him. You know I don't like him. I don't support him. Hey. I don't fuck with him. I would never fuck with him. I don't give a damn. I would have him on my podcast just to not talk shit. Back some very, uh. Aggressive questions that me and the people and my black community want to know about him and his bullshit. But if that happens, you know, that could in the future. But I'm just saying this to say uh, I don't fuck with Donald Trump. So, um, yeah, I hope he gets impeached. And if you hope the same thing, you just have to stick around and wait until Christmas. So, with that being said, I'm going to move along to the next segment, Random 
Shit. Alright. Um first what I have for random shit. I have a couple things from Florida too, by the way. This one is not from Florida. This is a random story. It's completely random. This is a woman named Jessica Cox. She's a graduate from the University of Arizona and she is in the record books as the first pilot ever to fly a plane with her feet. I know you're probably thinking, with her feet? Like, what the fuck is her feet doing up there? Okay, well, this lady, Jessica Cox, she was born with a rare genetic birth defect where she's born with no arms. But she is a pilot, and she is the first pilot ever to fly a plane with her feet. Not only that, I read this article, and she can do a couple other things. I think they say she's a... She can play the piano. Uh, she's a black belt in Taekwondo. She think they say she's a professional scuba diver. I don't know if it's professional, but she's a uh, she's a scuba diver, a black belt Taekwondo. She can play piano and a lot of other things. I wrote this down for one reason and one reason only. And before I get before I give my reason, I just wanna. Congratulate Jessica Cox on being the first pilot ever to fly a plane with a motherfucking stank-ass fleet. Now, Jessica Cox, I don't know if anybody told you this, but I will be the first nigga to let you know you won't be flying me no motherfucking world, not with your goddamn feet. I'm sorry. If you don't got no hands, better go find somebody else. But you... It's not from the flying out of the fuck thing. Not with me in this bitch. Not with your feet. No hell. Fuck that. I don't give a damn how good you fly. Not only that, I was reading into the article, and I just say she has a degree from University of Arizona. She has a degree in psychology, and she has a minor degree in communications. Where the fuck is the aviation degrees? Is she so good at flying planes? Like, where is... Where is the aviation? But you the first ever to fly a plane with your feet. Not trying to discredit you or anything. Like I said, congratulations. But, um... You ain't flying the fuck thing. Not me. Not with your feet. I'm sorry. Um... Nah... That's a no. That's that's it's, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. But uh, congratulations, uh, Jessica Cox. I had some pictures of her too. If I still got the pictures, I'm gonna post them. They got pictures of this lady in the plane. They got videos of her. It's on Instagram. Oh, I forgot the fucking Instagram page name. But it's a, it's a weird name. It's like it's red. It's red something. But I'll find it. But I will post pictures of her. Of her inside the plane. And bro. It's amazing. What people can do. With no fucking arms. They got pictures of this lady. Holding shit with her hands. I seen a video of her like driving her car. Like. It's not impressing me. Like if y'all doing this to get me inside that plane. With that lady. 
Listen. <laughs> Y'all might as well fill up with gas because I am staying on land and I'm driving across the country. Wherever I need to go, if I need to go over the water, we're going to get a boat and some oars and start motherfucking rowing. And since you're so good with your goddamn feet, Jessica, <laughs> here's an oar. Get to motherfucking rowing with your corns. Yes. You're not flying me nowhere. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, next I have on my list. This happened in Crestview, Florida. A woman went to Goodwill for a baby shower gift. She said she was looking for uh, baby bouncers. Thought she'd get one, a new one, or a nice looking one for a cheap price. Which she did. She found a baby Einstein baby bouncer for $9.99 at a Goodwill in Crestview, Florida. Now, this was a pretty high-tech baby bouncer. Because when she took it to the party, and they opened it up at the party, and she didn't open it. She bought it, and she wrapped it up in some wrapping paper, and it was opened up at the baby shower. Now, when it was opened, uh, what they found inside was not a baby bouncer, and I have pictures of that as well. I'm going to post all this stuff when I post a podcast, but what they found inside was not a motherfucking baby bouncer. What they bought for nine ninety nine at a Goodwill was a Mossberg seven fifteen T semi automatic rifle. Yes. They brought a semi automatic rifle for ten dollars at Goodwill. Now they opened it up at the party. Of course they were surprised because what they thought was a baby bouncer was a motherfucking strap. <laughs> Um, the father of whose baby shower it was, he tried to keep the gun. He kept it for a day, and the police came and confiscated that motherfucker from his ass the next day because they called the police to the party. Police came there, checked everybody's IDs, and then everything was straight. Nobody had no felonies and nothing, no warrants, so they left. And, I don't know, I guess he thought he had a semi-auto rifle for $10, which he didn't because they came and got that bitch the next day. But, that was in Crestview, Florida. Um, I really don't know why all the craziest shit happened in Florida. Charlemagne was right, though. And if y'all don't know Charlemagne, he says, the craziest people... Come from Bronx, New York, and all of Florida. And when this nigga say all of Florida, and I haven't even been around the whole state of Florida. But when I find these stories, like, I was just thinking, like, for the good world worker, like, you telling me you, you was working so fast that you missed a whole motherfucking semi-automatic rifle. Not only that, the right like the, the they opened the baby bouncer box and the shit had fucking rifle bullets and everything with it. Like the shit came with the whole kit, nigga. Like it came with the gun, the magazine clip, 
extra ammo, everything. For ten dollars. But you telling me a good world worker, y'all missed this? Like y'all didn't see that? Y'all ain't see that? Y'all don't open up them boxes for Like, come on, bro. And I know it had to be heavier than a fucking baby bouncer. Like really? A whole gun? And like I said, and some people probably thinking, like how can a rifle fit in a, a little baby bouncer box? Like I said, I got pictures. I I will post it. The bitch fit in there. Trust me. Um, the next video I have is from another person from Florida. You might know her. You might not. But she goes by the name of Bad Baby. I know you probably heard me talk about her before. I love talking about her. She gets some motherfucking nerves, to be honest. Okay, that was part of it. <laughs> I, I was trying to save it. it came in with a loud mouth. But I'm going to just go to it. So Alright, let me go back a little bit. This is Bad. I really don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if it's Bad Baby or Bad Barbie. She one of them ghetto bitches that, like... Be adding extra letters and shit when she's spelling. But I'm going with a bad baby. Let's go with that. But her real name is Danielle Bregoli. Alright, so yeah, Danielle. Let's 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 go with her real name. This is Danielle. Um, and she has something to tell you guys. The last time that I'm addressing this because it's getting real ignorant and real stupid and I don't like my words getting twisted, so I'm gonna just make a video so you can get exactly what I'm trying to say. problems with this video uh well the first one's not really a problem but wait well, i mean it could be a problem for me <laughs> but um i kind of agree with her about the whole like straightening your hair type shit but i mean i do know some people do that because you know they don't want their shit frizzy and they can't really straighten it in the summertime especially in florida because of the humidity is crazy so you straighten your hair and it's gonna be frizzy as fucking like thirty seconds. So you know most 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 women that I know of, not a girl, I have dreads, so I can't straighten my shit. But most women that I know of, they will straighten their hair in the in the not the summertime but the wintertime because very low humidity. You don't gotta worry about that type of shit. Um, I do kind of see what she's saying about people straighten their hair because they want to be quote-unquote white i'm not really agreeing with that but i know it's like i know how she's trying to explain it but here's another thing i don't like white girls when i see them with box braids i'm not the type of person that's gonna come up to you and say something if they look bad i'm gonna say something but 
I don't know. I mean, some some white girls can pull it off. Some of them can't. But like to be real, real, it just don't look good on y'all. Cause like that that's a I don't want to say it's a black thing, but it's it's known. It's seen more in the black community, and like you know, we all know this. Like we don't see white girls running around with no fucking box braids like that. And even if white girls do get the braids, they're going to get the cornrows. And they got that from the black bitches, too. So, you know, I'm sorry. That's just the thing that's mostly seen in black communities. It's not seen in the white community. Now, straighten your hair or straight hair is seen more in the white community because all you motherfuckers have straight hair. So, yes, like I said, I can see where she's coming from, what she's saying. Black people who straighten their hair, that's like them trying to be white or whatever. But the second problem I had with this uh, video, I don't know what the fuck that siren was at the end. Video, so you can get exactly what I'm trying to say. So my comment was made towards the black woman who has something to say about my hair. Like I said, to the black women who are saying my hair ain't meant for box braids, that's what I said. I didn't say to the whole black community, da, 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 da. I just said back to them what they said to me. I said to I all said the people saying I'm trying to be black for wearing my hair and braids, well then you must be trying to be white for wearing your hair straight. That don't make sense, huh? So why you, why you can say it to me, but when I say the exact thing back to you, I can't say that. I ain't no fucking racist. I, I don't know what that siren was. Um, could I call you racist? I don't know. I'm gonna call you racist though. Let's go with that. <laughs> you racist for that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being black right now. But yeah, I under I understand where she's coming from though. I know I might get some bullshit talking to me about that, but hey, it is what it is. No, another thing. Uh, this was last weekend. I didn't plan to watch it, but I caught it on TV randomly. You probably haven't seen it, but if y'all are fans of SpongeBob, as in SpongeBob SquarePants, then it was a musical, a real deal SpongeBob SquarePants musical that was on Nickelodeon. And I'm 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 really gonna try to post this video on my Facebook. I'm gonna try to post it on all my social media accounts because y'all have got to see who the fuck they had playing these goddamn people. Like I said, it, it was a musical. Like it wasn't an animated movie. It was like like a live action SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Now, <clears throat> I mean, I'm looking at the video right now, but. I'm going to try to pose it for y'all to actually see. But just for your own imagination, unless you paint a picture real quick. Um, Sandy was black. <laughs> Sandy was black. Um, Squidward was old as fuck. Not like old man Jenkins old, but you can see that he's clearly fucking old. And three, Plankton 
the nigga who they had playing Plankton looked like a fucking pirate. And I thought he was Patrick the Pirate, but I was wrong. Because right when I thought that, Patrick the Pirate came down from the ceiling somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was confused as fuck the whole time. But the nigga who they had playing Plankton, like, he had a whole green fit on with a fucking eye patch. So a nigga looked like a pirate to me. Like, I don't know. Like, you can't find a motherfucker with one eye to play Plankton. But they did it. But I'm going to try to post this video. Like, y'all have to see how fucking ugly these goddamn people was. Not not only the people themselves was ugly as fuck, the fucking costumes was horrific. It was the worst costumes I have ever fucking seen. Like, if this is Hall- like if this was a Halloween costume party and it was only y'all to pick from, all of you motherfuckers lost. I can tell you that right now. It's horrible. SpongeBob don't look like SpongeBob. Patrick. I'm not even going to say what he looks like. Y'all going to try to ban my show. Like I said, Sandy's black. I don't even know if she's black. She looks like she's black and Asian. Squidward's old as hell. And he looks like creepy. Plankton looks like a pirate. Um, Mr. Krabs. He looked like John Wayne Gacy. I don't know, man. I, I feel like it was a complete disaster. I didn't watch it. I caught, like, I'm flipping through the channels, and I caught, like, the last five minutes of it. And it was horrible. That's all I had to see, to be honest. Like, it was, I don't even know how long it was. It was tragic, though. But, um, last thing I have. Another Florida story. Now, I found this the other day. Florida, man, y'all disappoint me, boy. Y'all need to stop. Florida. Um, this is an 18-year-old woman from St. Petersburg, Florida. Shout out to St. Pete. Give y'all a round of applause. I got some listeners and some family out there in St. Pete, Florida. St. Petersburg, that is. Um, go ahead, clap it out. All right. Um. Tania Sherrod, 18 years old, of St. Petersburg, Florida, is being arrested and charged with aggravated domestic battery with a deadly weapon. Now, before you guess what the fuck she did, I'm going to give you some clues. She's 18 years old. She's a black woman. And she is from St. Petersburg, Florida. That's pretty much all the damn clues I can give you. But, fuck it, I'm going to just tell you what she did. She is being arrested for aggravated domestic battery with a deadly weapon because she stabbed her boyfriend, not because he was cheating, but because she suspected him of cheating and... She grabbed a pair of surgical scissors and stabbed him in his leg multiple times. Now, not to mention it was surgical scissors and her boyfriend was in the hospital at the time. Now, before I go too far on that, I have I have one problem. One problem with the story. I think I have a video. I'm going to try to find it real quick. I have one problem with the story. 
she stabbed her boyfriend while he's in the hospital bed, right? As I'm reading this article, and it's not the only article I read for this story, because I was really trying to find out what the fuck happened, but her boyfriend that was in the hospital, he... Apparently, nobody knows why he was there, like, none of the workers or anything, but, um, yeah, this nigga, he was in the hospital, I don't know if he was faking being sick, or, I don't know how he got in the hospital to a room, to the hospital bed, like, with no nurse and nobody seeing him, but, this nigga was in the hospital bed, laying down, and... I guess he was on the phone and his girl suspected him of cheating. So, she went to reach for the phone. He snatched his hand back and she got the motherfucking scissors <laughs> and started stabbing the shit out of that nigga. She didn't kill him. Stabbed him in the leg. Uh, they didn't say how many times. They did say multiple times, though. Yeah, she's a crazy motherfucker. But the whole confusing thing about that story, like, nobody knows why the fuck he was in the hospital. Like, I think that's the most interesting thing of the story. Like, not even <laughs> not even her stabbing him with, with a pair of scissors. Like, why the fuck is you here, my nigga? Like, nobody knows. And you just in here laying in people's hospital bed? Like, just, just imagine that. Like, how the fuck... You you and your girlfriend come through this big-ass hospital. Let's say nobody's seen y'all. Y'all snuck through the hospital to whatever floor, got to a room, laid in the bed. He played sick, whatever, whatever. How the fuck is that even possible? Like, what? Really? Like, that really don't make sense. <laughs> it really don't make sense. I really want to find this video, though. Let me try to find this video real quick. All right. Well, look like it won't be no damn video. Because they want me to fucking download the Fox News app. And not doing that. I don't even watch Fox News. Um, But if you do want to see the video, I will try. I'm not making no promises, no guarantees, but I will try to get the video and post it on my social media accounts. If you don't know what they are, um, Loop Logic Podcast on Facebook. Loop Logic Podcast, that's my handle name on Twitter. Loop Logic Podcast on Twitter. Remember when you spell, this only for Twitter. When you spell podcast for Twitter, it's P O D. What? Oh, okay. Now y'all wanna now y'all wanna play the video. Is that the video? Okay. Now I'm not, I'm not I'm not doing that. Um. What was I saying? Oh, for Twitter only. When you spell podcast, it's P O D C S T, no A, C S T. That's at Loop Logic Podcast on Twitter. On Facebook, it's Loop Logic Podcast with the full name all the way through. Um, Instagram, if you want to follow me on Instagram, 
It is cell phone J. And when you spell J, don't just put the letter. It's cell phone J-A-E. All lowercase. No spaces, no punctuations, nothing. Just cell phone J at Instagram. Now follow me. I will be posting videos for this episode. And I'm going to be working on these t-shirts and stuff. I'm going to try to do like a little voting poll on Facebook. If y'all do follow me on Facebook or follow my podcast page on Facebook, I'm going to try to do a little voting poll to see what, what shirts y'all want me to do for this little giveaway I'm trying to think about. Um, Yeah. And I'm just trying to get more people on my pages because I'm posting content about the episodes on these pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, some of y'all have me on Snapchat, I don't really get on my Snapchat like, like that, but Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you got me, I'm posting content, I want to say for the people listening, thank you, keep listening, Um, I don't know when I'm going to drop that that other episode I don't have a I don't have a uh, an exact date for it but I'm gonna release this one this one is probably gonna come out Friday I'm thinking Friday or Saturday probably Friday but I'm gonna release this one that one could be coming after this one or maybe in the next two weeks who knows I'm not gonna say when I'm gonna drop it I'm gonna just drop it Ain't nobody gonna know. I'm just drop it, but if you wanna find out, like I say, you gotta stay tuned. You gotta keep listening. So, with that being said, uh, thank you for everybody who's listening. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. I have content coming for y'all, or coming for y'all, to y'all, on my social media accounts. Uh, I have some t-shirts that could be coming, and they are slowly in the making. Uh, unreleased episode that you got to look out for and really look for. I'm not telling y'all the name. I ain't telling you shit about it. But just stay tuned. And thank you for listening to the Loop Logic Podcast. We out. I feel like I'm forgetting to say something. Nope. That's all. Alright. Bye, y'all. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know what the fuck I forgot. I know what I forgot. Hold on. This was a um. It was a freestyle that Juice World did in high school. I found this on Twitter. I don't know. I. I meant to save this for the end of the show. I'm glad I didn't forget. I almost did. But I wanted to play this for the people. This was a freestyle he did when he was back in high school. This was way before he had the dreads. This was when he had the juice cut, where he get his name from. The juice movie, Tupac, when he had the, the haircut with the part that's roll around in the middle. But I was saving this for the end of the show. This is... Juice World.
it's a rap back that don't believe you can pop like a blackhead. I speak heat fast like a crackhead. Thinking that you want it, but you don't know this. Focus, now nah, I got ADD, now nah, swarming like locusts. Who is this? Making hand signs like you're deaf or something. That's okay, I'll be on the beat. Spinning fast like Crystal Left or something. Really, it's nothing. Making assumptions is nothing. Make you gonna put you in the oven for no reason or something. I'm the best at it. Yes, I'm the best at it. I got some bad habits. Then again, I'm gonna kill people with words. That's mad, mad. Now it's a mad that was Juice World. RIP to him. And now I'm done. This is the Loop Logic Podcast. I'm out. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.